0: Welcome to the E-Governance Academy podcast to discover the future of governance. E-Governance Academy has assisted digital transformation globally in more than 130 countries. Our experts will share their insights and worldwide examples on how digital technology could benefit every society. Tune in for the Digital Government podcast every Wednesday. Hello and welcome to the Digital Government podcast podcast. My name is Hannes Astok. I'm Executive Director of E-Governance Academy. And today I have a very good guest, Mr. Yannick Rozov from Estonian Government. Yannick has been working with digital services development already for several decades, starting from tax authority, being mem- member of a team in the Ministry of Economy and now working for the Ministry of Interior and developing digital services. So, welcome, Janek, to our podcast. Hello. Uh, we'd like to start with uh, issue. Of what? What? How you describe in general the digital services? Because there is a broad variety. What you can say? What is digital service? You can start from downloading. PDF format that you can print and fill out by handwritten text or where are like fully digital services, just click, accept and go. So, so many, many governments are facing actually the, the question that there is a big will to start with the digital services, but where from to start? And everyone is dreaming that next morning everything is ready. But what, what, what do you think? What is your experience actually also when you think back when you started those works so about how it looks like and what is, where from to start? Maybe uh, first of
1: all, uh, we have to figure it out. Uh, what's the real uh, problem in our real world? And uh, the next question is, uh, do we can do something with the digitalization? Uh, and it's the first one. Uh, if we decided that uh, digitalization it's, it's not the issue for us in a in, 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 uh, particular purpose and we can uh, do uh, things on our way from, I don't know uh, uh, making uh, the, the, the changing the law or changing the processes or something like that. maybe uh, it, it's not so necessary to uh, bring on board digitalization. But if we know that through digital world we can uh, make some uh, procedures uh, faster, easier, more convenient for clients. It's the topic where we can take on board uh, digital uh, approach.
0: So basically you, you'd like to say that uh, first of all we need to take a look around as a government and see where our people are queuing for endless hours to get the service and think can we digitalize something in this process. Let's say we want to, I don't know, sell their car, what is typically very much time-consuming procedure. Both sides must go to office, present their documents, and then wait for I don't know how many hours, and then the official is coming and saying, yes, this is Yannick, this is Hannes, and when we when we can transfer the ownership of your old, um, old Mazda to Hannes. <laughs> <hundreds. laughs> exactly uh, yes uh, yes and no uh, because uh, it's a very good
1: example of uh, let's just say make process uh, so easier or faster but again uh, we have to figure it out do we have legal framework for that maybe somewhere in the law we have some stupid rule but we have to do it uh, physically and on that case it's pointless to start with digitalization again uh, it's very good point we have to look around figure it out that uh, we have uh, a legal environment uh, that help us in uh, digitalization process uh, and our very important topic is that we are able to use the environment uh, it's mean that if i am uh, not so uh, uh, that's uh, not so familiar with uh, digital stuff uh, and if i have those uh, service i never use it because i trust, for example, again, uh, legal framework and understanding that uh, the society is ready for, uh, for using that kind of services. It's, it's, it's the first decision. OK, let's start with that. And uh, maybe uh, one additional point that uh, always the digital world have to be easier than a uh, physical one. Because again, pointless. If we create the same procedure in digital world, we will have two stupid procedures. Uh, but again, totally pointless. We have to figure it out. Uh, where is the value for us as for service providers? Where we can make some things more efficient? And uh, from uh, our point of view, uh, we have to figure it out how it uh, will be easy for for clients. What what way will? benefit from those digitalization?
0: I'd, I'd like to return to those preconditions, what you mentioned, that probably preconditions is like uh, connectivity. So it's probably pointless in this point to make uh, digital services for the remote village um, uh, you know, farmers if there is no connectivity. Or, or make like uh, digital services for the retired people or like age group 70 plus if most of them Even do not use traditional button phone. (laughs) Exactly. Maybe maybe
1: the reason for elderly people is it isn't on phone services, for example, because they are familiar with the the calls and maybe we can fix some problems just through uh, phone channels. Uh, And uh, if we speak about connectivity, of course, as a state, uh, let's say, so policy could be to figure it out. Do we have capacity to cover uh, all our country with, I don't know, fast internet? If yes, of course, uh, we are able to provide services on top of that. If not, again, uh, it's it's pointless to start with digitalization if we have no possibility to provide uh, good service.
0: And probably we need to consider also what is the volume of this service. If it's like car selling, it's probably thousands of transactions every week in every country. But if you like want to digitalize, this is my favorite example. If you application to build a nuclear power station, <laughs> what is happening probably once in lifetime in every country or a few times. It's 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 probably good to have a possibility to submit the, digital, the documents in digital format, but not to design the service that is accessible for everyone. Exactly. And uh, I think it's the main point, uh, the
1: answers are in, on the, our tables, because uh, if we know how we serve the people, uh, our clients in our public sector, uh, the first of all, we have to figure it out, uh, where is the value of the clients and start to fix the problems uh, from that point of view. Because, again, uh, if we have a lot of uh, transactions, it's also work for us and, and, uh, and problems for, for customers because they are not so familiar with uh, bureaucracy. And uh, uh, exactly bureaucracy could be cut through digitization. Uh, Because uh, uh, if we just copy physical world to electronic one, again, (laughs) it's pointless Uh, through digital processes we can that so cut some stupid uh, steps uh, what we have to do in physical one, uh, world again let us so number of the customers and uh, maybe steps of the procedure is the two figures to to start with digital digitalization to to serve the amount of people and cut the necessary steps uh, in bureaucracy
0: exactly kind of simplification i think but but i think where we are facing the issue of accessibility and availability and quality of data because whatever you do it's anyway connected to the databases what government is using. If they are in paper format when you hardly can do that. some digital service but if it's digital then probably you need to consider also what kind of data is accessible when designing those new services.
1: Yes uh, because if we just try to let's say uh, jump from total uh, physical world to the digital one, uh, we have to c- clearly un- understand that, uh, first of all, we have to collect a state of data to start to share it and collect it, because if uh, previously we have, I don't know, some uh, fold- paper folders and we have no database where we are mirrored whose information that we have in those folders, it's again pointless to uh, start to build uh, some uh, services on top of that. First of all, we have to understand how we extract data from the, the so. Mm. Paper world after that uh, we can think how we can make uh, uh, easy services for our uh,
0: people but let's say i'm i'm newly appointed minister of it and digital government in country xyz Mm. and i have huge will to do something and i I have even some resources some money some stuff and but before me not that much has been happening Mm. so what should i do should i First, think need to think about services already. How to provide them? Should I think first about the data, what is accessible, or or how uh, how we should start? Uh, call back. What what happens with you twenty years ago? <laughs> uh, it, uh,
1: it's uh, we, we we started from the procedure pro, from processes and from uh, legislation first mm-hmm. of all uh, to understand. Do we can uh, make some shortcuts in uh, process when we. Take on board digitalization. It, it's the it, it's the first step always because even even if we have no databases, mm-hmm. uh, it's very easy to build up. Let's say some front end. Uh, we, we just can build some, I don't know, windows where we can start to interact with the people. And through, through that, we can cut necessity to go to the office, for example. And uh, on that way, we are closer in, in the first step. But the next step has have to, have to be to understand how we will manage this data that we're collecting. And on that case, uh, we need to think about the infrastructure, about connectivity, uh, databases, uh, uh, policies. Do we need one huge database or we need divided infrastructure again. Again, it have to be uh, decided uh, uh, case by case and particular needs. But start uh, we can from the first steps uh, to to make uh, small things. But, but through
0: all process, we have to choose something and just start to move. And as you mentioned, that <clears throat> maybe even to start with the communication with the citizens, n- not asking them to come to office, but. Uh, connect online and identify them somehow, even asking what is your name, what is your date of birth and so on. Because because my understanding is that the the benefit for the citizens from the digital services is not only that I can submit all the documentation in one day in digital format, but I think for me as as a lazy and ignorant person, as Estonians usually are, I hate to go to government office because it's Taking time, either today where all government officials are mostly very polite, Mm -hmm. but I hate to stay in queue, even in short one, I hate to find the parking lot (laughs) and just figure out where where should I go. So I think even this this kind of benefit for the citizen not to go to the government office and and handle things in communication online is, is, is at least for me a big benefit.
1: Exactly. But uh, again, we have to figure it out. Uh, uh, does it behavior of the nation, for example? Mm-hmm. I know that in, maybe in, in, in South countries, it's, uh, it's the behavior to come to and, and, and communicate and have some chats and some, uh, uh, some, some uh, small talks and uh, something like that. Uh, on that case, maybe we need some another models for, for serving people. But yes, if uh, it's the value for me as for clients, it's the time that I can save. Uh, digitalization is a very good uh, let's, solution for that. Uh, but yes, if we need uh, some, uh, let's say, so you know, communication issues where we have to be together, again, uh, if we think border, I don't know, some VR solutions, for example, is also uh, one way how we can uh, so make that-
0: it. To, 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 yes. Yeah, so of, uh, virtual official will be in my, at my home. Exactly. <laughs> uh, as Estonia, I hate it, it but yeah, in some cases yes, yeah, it might yeah, be a good yeah. idea.
1: Ex- exactly, exactly, and uh, it's 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 crucially uh, important to understand how uh, how things go in one in our let's so society, and build on top of that additional benefits through digitalization. We can't copy uh, different solutions, but we uh, can copy the principles. How we can make, uh, let's see, so some processes or life better for us, for the, as for uh, civil servants and for our clients, uh, for our citizens, for example.
0: You mentioned a couple of times already that um, regulations should be in place, and this is true because no government official is acting without regulations, and they are acting very precisely according to regulations. But <clears throat> what is your experience? Should we first? design the ideal process and then, if there is a political will, adjust the regulations and laws accordingly? Or, it's like a classical question about hen and chicken. What should be first? Either we need to create first regulations and then design the digital process, or we need to design the process and then develop accordingly the regulations.
1: Uh, I think, first of all, uh, we have to figure it out uh, where we have, uh, let's say, so, uh, uh, possibility in regulation to do something digitally. Not to change something, but we, where we can also, in addition to physical world, create some digital one. Uh, uh, where we can, let's say, try how it goes. And after that, if it works and we see that it's a real impact uh, when we digitalize some one in our processes, we can uh, put on table some uh, low changes. But uh, what we have to, uh, uh, let's say, so, Understand that we do not copy uh, physical world. Uh, so I principles in the law. It's it, it, it's 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 all about the data manage uh, management or something like that. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's stupid to so put in the law the format or form uh, with some fields. Uh, it's it, it's either better to put where let's say data sets that we need for serve the people for example mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's totally let's say shift of the mind to, to start to think that really what kind of data i need to serve my people mm-hmm. it's the first question if i have all data i it, 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 it's very really simple to provide the services if the data located in different places but uh, need uh, uh, what i need for serving people again it's the question do we uh, create some three different services or again, put it together in one depends on the uh, situation. But first of all, we have to figure it out. Where
0: is the data, what we need for, for serving? People. Exactly, I think. And, and then we can also like st- my, my experience has been that it's better, better to figure out what we can do, uh, pilot with two services, what is allowed by the law and then move forward already by proposing what is the possible best design, and then change the regulations accordingly. But it it definitely needs a political will and leadership to to make changes happening. Um, And and definitely, if there is uh, my, my, my good sample, what is very bad actually is that if there is in the law that you need to sign the documents in two copies, so shall I sal- sign them twice digitally what is meaningless and even even making things worse rather than rather than su- signing things digitally once so i think this kind of bottleneck should be eliminated from uh, from regulation exactly also. and maybe
1: one uh, additional point of view is privacy yeah. Uh, I think that we uh, have to know that uh, if we create uh, super fast, easy, uh, convenient service for people, uh, it's mean that we give some privacy for service provider uh, according to data. And the next step is that we have to think about uh, data protection. Uh, How we protect the data and how we create that so trust between service provider and uh, consumer uh, because here in Estonia we trust our government that's why maybe our service is so uh, let's say so, so common uh, thing here but if uh, we have no trust between government and uh, uh, so customers again it's 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 pointless create the services uh, because uh, nobody
0: will use it what is the experience, I think, in Estonia, but in several other countries also to involve to this, to this design already in early phase with data protection officers and data protection agency? Because then they can say that this is, this is okay and this is you need to rethink because we have seen in several countries that, that data protection officials are involved when everything is ready. And when it's very hard to change something, exactly. and, and when the end result could be that this service is either prohibited, either, either uh, bad for the citizens. So, so early kind of cooperation with data protection officials and experts is, I think, also necessary.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And of course, uh, the last but not least, uh, uh, all uh, what connected with uh, authentication and uh, some in the story simple we have a digital name and it's very easy and convenient to let know, mix the data around myself and provide services but uh, if uh, we have no such kind of infrastructure it's the issue again how we will do it uh, in a manner to provide uh, good services again it could be uh, created differently uh, but it's a very uh, important questions to start with that
0: how we know what?
1: It's I in the digital world, not (laughs) Hannes.
0: Yes. So (laughs) strong digital authentication and identification is definitely one kind of key issues, what should be in place at least from some point. Mm -hmm. I think we have been discussing in Estonia, but in many other countries also, about about proactive services and even invisible services. So so how far we are with with it and and what what do you think, what is the future? Can we in one day, like... uh, if I need to register my child to the school, so probably a year before, I just can find from a mailbox or any other screen the message from a municipality that, "Hannes, your your kid is supposed to go to school in one uh, next September, and there are like three options for you," and just point it and we will register it or how far we are with and how far it's globally
1: uh, I think in Estonia we're quite close to that issue because we have a policy of uh, mm-hmm. so life event services or something like that uh, but uh, n- let's just say in the whole world uh, it's, it's few initiatives mm-hmm. in, in different type of services but uh, the way of moving uh, on, on place and of course it's uh, very just so cool to think that I have done nothing and stay take care of my let's say so problems, and uh, I just uh, live my life and uh, enjoy. But again, uh, we have to have uh, the level of trust between me and the government. And if I prefer uh, to uh, to make some things, I don't know, in paper, I, I have to have such kind of rights. I think so we have to have it in balance and in communication with society. Uh, how uh, as society we're ready to offer, again, the, the, the bit of our price, privacy to, 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 to get
0: all those proactive
1: services, I think.
0: I was discussing about it a few years ago with one of, the, one of the heads of e-government in one of the Western European countries about the proactive services. And, and he told me about in their country they don't want to move forward very much with this kind of invisible, proactive services because it may create the feeling for the citizens that there is a big brother who knows when your kids need to go to school, when they know when you need to change or replace your driving license or renew your driving license and so on. So so their feeling in this certain society was not to move too fast, too forward with it, otherwise people are thinking that uh, this is a big problem, not, uh, not a friendly digital government. Is there something this kind of discussions in Estonia are happening?
1: Uh, yes, of course, because uh, as I mentioned, it's debate uh, in society. We have to decide what kind of services we provide proactively. For example, if things have to happen anyway, Anyway, Give me an uh, example. Uh, for, for example, uh, when we have child, uh, some uh, some child uh, have birth. Worthy. Yes, exactly. Uh, we provide automatically insurance for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Health insurance. Yes, it's, yeah. uh, it's it seems normal, but in a lot of country you have to apply for insurance. Mm-hmm. Again, in our society. It's good enough. I have to do nothing, Mm -hmm. but uh, maybe in some Western country, it's okay that I'm decided, do I need uh, state insurance for child or not? Mm -hmm. But if you think uh, broadly, we have a lot of services as a pension. Mm -hmm. I pay my taxes every uh, uh, single month. And and, uh, when I uh, achieve the time and I have to uh, go to the pension, I have to apply again Mm -hmm. for that. Why? Uh, it could be proactively, a uh, state uh, could ask, do I want it or not, for example. If not... Okay,
0: probably uh, with just two people in the studio exactly, who say no.
1: E- e- exactly. And again, uh, we have to figure it out how the things are going. Some different benefits. Mm-hmm. If we see that uh, people apply for them anyway, we, c- we have to ask, do you want it? If yes, we just pay it to you. Mm-hmm. If not, okay.
0: But you don't need to, You just need to ask. That, do you want to get this benefit? But not asking in details. Exactly. Do you want to this blah 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 blah? Exactly. You, exactly. Yeah. We we have to uh, keep the let's say, so uh,
1: the right to decide. What they do with some benefits or obligations, it's it's on, on place, but uh, it's it could be just in a question without any forms, without any additional information and so on. And I think on that case, it's it's quite good uh, model of uh, proactive state.
0: Or or basically, if my driving license is expiring and I need to renew it, it was probably I need just to get to a question from the government. Hannes, do you want a renewed driving license? I'm just pushing on my mobile phone screen, yes, and then... All the process starts. If I push no, okay, it stops. But I, I don't need to tell them how badly I need it. Or <laughs>
1: Exactly, exactly. And uh, again, to, to to start, you have to figure out how, what is the behavior on, on one or another procedure. And could we do something in addition to be, let's say, proactive
0: or totally seamless? It depends on, uh, on service. Thank you very much, Janek, for this great discussion. We learned a lot. And, uh, and I think that the key points what we were taking was that uh, take a look to the processes. You probably can simplify a lot of things and you can do already a lot of things inside ex- existing uh, regulatory environment. So you don't need to go to change the laws, first of all. But at the end of, at the, end of the day, you probably need to change some laws also. Uh, another take out is that uh, but let's, let's, let's think what is culturally acceptable and what are the cultural conditions for one another service. So you cannot copy from one country to another all the things, because cultural, religious, historical uh, 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 behavioural conditions may, may vary country by country. But finally, I think what you mentioned is that simplification and political will to change, change the things is, is driving this kind of changes. So thank you very much, Yannick. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, Our podcast, my name is Hannes Astok, and welcome back next week again. This podcast is brought to you by eGovernance Academy. Tune in on next Wednesday.